What's up, everybody, and welcome back. It is Friday, where we are going to just take a look at some of the tech news this week along the Microsoft, Apple, and just about everybody else side. And uh, hopefully you had a good week, but today is August 24th. We are wrapping up the month of August here. Uh, the machine back here is in the process of doing a Windows update or something. And so that will be fun. No, probably fancy, no screensaver for this episode, but you can just watch along as that machine updates. And so it's, uh, we're coming to the end of the dry season, if you will. Late July, well, mid-July, we'll say through probably pretty much the end of August. A lot of people take vacations. A lot of tech companies just kind of wind things down. Announcing big product updates in the summertime doesn't really typically happen. And so we are coming up to the end of that. And we know we've got a lot of things on the horizon. Uh, Apple should be having an iPhone event here in the next two to three weeks. Microsoft's got their Ignite conference at the end of September. Um, and speaking of Microsoft, they pushed out build 17738 to the slow ring, which pretty much means that Microsoft is wrapping up this development. That should, again, should not come as a big surprise. All you gotta do is look at the change log. When it's all bug fixes, that means they're wrapping things up. And plus we know that they want to push it out in September. Uh, at least that's their target. And so be looking for Microsoft to release that and which will actually conclude, I believe, the Redstone development. But that doesn't really mean anything that they're just changing the code names from Redstone and they're just referring to them to when they're going to release like 19H1 and 19H2. Nothing crazy there, but uh, just, you know, kind of adios Redstone. That that was one of my first, that was a, I think I scooped that one. I know I scooped the threshold stuff. I can't remember. It's been so long at this point. Um, anyways. So along that note, uh, 1803, thanks to our friends over at a duplex here, you can take a look and see just how widely distributed 1803 is. Now, granted, this isn't a perfect representation of everything. This is basically wherever somebody runs an app that has their code strings in it, um, they can see what version it is running. And so you can look at that 1803 is running on 87-ish percent of Windows 10 devices. Not a big surprise there. This has been Microsoft's most aggressive rollout. And I continue that going forward, they're just going to continue to steamroll this stuff out as fast as possible, especially with the new version right around the corner. They want to make sure that as many people are on it um, as possible. So... There you go. Be looking for that and all that good stuff. Uh, other things that popped up in the news this week. Xbox All Access. I This is an interesting thing. This is basically Microsoft uh, creating a subscription service that includes software and can hardware components, sort of. And so what it is is you can, if you want one of these guys back here, Xbox One X, which is expensive, um, what you can do is you can basically buy it on installment payments and Microsoft will bundle in Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Live Gold. Uh, I, I have mixed feelings about this because it, it does make it easier to buy an Xbox. Whoops, to buy an Xbox One X, which is great, but this is very much a luxury in life. Like I can understand financing certain things like cars, homes, um, even smartphones because smartphones are essential. But a gaming console feels a little different. Now this isn't the first time that Microsoft has ever done this. I believe it was the Xbox 360. I think potentially even maybe early Xbox one. Um, they did allow you to buy just the hardware on a monthly installment. Then they stopped doing it. I don't know if it wasn't a success or whatever, but it looks like they're going to bring this back and, and include a console for one low monthly fee. And then obviously after the 24 months, which is how long you finance the console, it is yours. Um, I don't know what would happen if you, if you can return it halfway through or how they're going to do that. Um, but I suspect that we will learn more here in the near future. 
Uh, other things happening, Microsoft is killing Sway for iOS. They never released it for Android. I believe they were developing it at one point um, for iOS. It's going away. They claim it's going to be perfectly fine and just live on the web, which I totally believe. I don't know what the thing is. A little weird back there. We're starting a whole bunch. Um, they claim that it is, uh, uh, Sway is not going away, but it's only going to live as a progressive web app, which may not be a bad thing, but I, I feel like Sway never really caught on in... Uh, in how Microsoft envisioned. Actually, fun fact, the fastest I've ever hit publish on a post to Microsoft calling me was when Sway came out. I said it was a modern version of PowerPoint and they called to correct me and say, no, it's just a new storytelling app. It's not anything to do with PowerPoint. Um, and so there you go. But um, that that's what's going on there. Uh, PUBG, which I'm a big fan of, big, big, big fan of, coming out officially out of... Um, whatever preview September 4th and that will include new maps new game modes and a whole bunch of other fun stuff if you've been holding off on buying PUBG it's pretty well polished especially especially if you have an Xbox One X it it runs pretty well there's some quirks as with any open uh, world any open open world game I was gonna say shooter but any open world thing um, but it's it's pretty good I have a lot of fun playing it with friends and um, you know it, it's uh I think it's worthwhile. I, I do think it's worthwhile. So it's 30 bucks too. So not your standard 60 bucks, although they do have microtransactions, although you don't have to buy them. It's mostly as of, as of right now, it's cosmetic only. So as long as they don't change that, I'm perfectly fine with it. Um, I just don't want to get into a play to win scenario. And so, yeah, September 4th, I will be looking forward to that. And a couple other on a personal side of things, I've started using one, one password and I quite like it. Uh, I was using LastPass, and LastPass is fine. It's also free. OnePass is not. Um, but I, I think OnePassword is a pretty good product. It's just more polished than LastPass, I think is the best way to describe it. Like, just the way the apps work, the way it integrates with certain uh, applications. Um, it just, it's better because I, I just prefer it better. I, if you use LastPass and you're happy with it, please don't stop using LastPass. It's not that I wasn't completely unhappy. It's just that I saw everybody loving um, one password and it integrates very well with iOS 12 and Android for that matter with especially phones that also have face ID or facial recognition because right now when you enter a password you need to unlock with your thumb or code or whatever but if you have facial recognition it just logs in magically with your pretty little face and so I have been using that um, you can check it out if you want. If you don't, don't whatever. I, the biggest reason I've switching or I use one of these is I do think they are better than potentially what the browser does. Although the browser is more convenient, fully agree to that. But it, when you all your passwords are saved on a browser, you're kind of locked into that browser. And I jump around a lot between Edge and Chrome and Firefox uh, and Opera a little bit. And so, yeah. Um, being able to just move seamlessly without having to worry about my password. And specifically, when you go to the mobile device, it becomes so much easier that you just have an app that you open, or you don't even have to open the app. I don't know why I'm saying that. With all your passwords syncing through one password, because then you don't have to worry about, is the browser going to sync it? Because even Chrome on iOS, had for me, had a lot of trouble syncing passwords uh, time in a timely manner. So there you go. Uh, if you're using the store, Microsoft is finally adding a wish list. I, I don't can't imagine there's too many apps but maybe on the game side um i think that is whatever and um you know as they expand the xbox play anywhere i think that's what it's called um it, it that's a big it's going to be helpful i mean it's just one more thing it's not going to change anything um so you've got all that going on 
And um, that's, that's kind of the big highlights for the week. Got a bunch of questions. People are very anxious to know what's coming in October. And uh, let's, I'm going to refresh the page here. Wrong thread. Da, 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 da. Dun, dun, dun. Ah, 8.24, that is today. All right, first question says, will Microsoft make a new UWP podcast app to replace the old one in Windows Phone 8.1? No, I don't, I don't think they will. Um, speaking of which, Microsoft announced this week, I totally forgot about this, that they're pretty much killing the Windows Phone, uh, Windows Store for uh, Windows Phone and I think Windows 8 um, here later this year. If you're still using that, I can't imagine this is bad news or you know, hurt you in any way, but there you go. Um, but I don't think they are building new podcast stuff. I, I haven't heard anything about that. Maktaba says, you said you had some exciting news about Windows Phone. Please share it with us. I don't remember. You'd have to, you'd have to point me to where I said that. Um, because I, I, I don't remember. I say a lot of things. Not that I'm a, I, I don't disagree. Just if you, if you were tracking on something from like two years ago, I, can't I don't remember what it was um, will Xbox all access be US only I strongly suspect that it will be at launch Microsoft likes to launch things in the US if it's a huge success uh, they'll probably move it to other markets but I suspect that it would be US only when it launches because that's the way that Microsoft typically operates these days uh, SRRLX1986 says what type of hardware do you use to test or beta test pre-release software do you use uh, do you use or new or switch between new and old hardware? So good question. Typically I use my Surface Book 2, which is like back over here. You can't see it, it's right there. Um, typically that is what I use to run it. Uh, I also run quite a bit of pre-release software on this guy back here, the Surface Studio, just because it's a pretty high performance machine. Although granted the Surface Book 2 is now really high performance as well. Uh, but yeah, between these two devices, that's primarily where I do it. I don't do it on this machine that I'm currently on or my computer upstairs because those are my production machines and I don't want to be screwing with webcam or audio issues and having it be the OS because there's already enough things that can break in that type of world. Um, so there you go. Uh, Programmer AI says, people keep saying Microsoft's plan for the service go is mostly for first line workers. It's only been out a month. But have you heard anyone actually planning to use it for that? Yes, uh, there's actually one specific company I know of ordered about 40,000 of them for that exact type of a scenario. Yeah, I worry that this is another case that Microsoft is making something because they feel the need to and then giving something to the market. Uh, da, 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 da. So, okay. So a couple things here. Devices like the Surface 3, yeah, Surface 3, actually sold decently well to places like education and uh, some of these same target markets. So Microsoft knew exactly what they're building. Unlike when they launched the Surface 3, they weren't going in blind. Microsoft knew exactly the product and the demographic they were targeting with this. And um, they knew what they were doing. This wasn't just like, we're going to release a smaller device for the hell of it. And so I think that this will actually sell pretty well for the right demographic. I keep saying that all the time because it's not for everybody. And you are fully right, programmer AI. It is not for everybody. Um, yeah. So I, I want to... I, I'm not too worried about Surface Go sales, personally. Uh, Matson says, nothing. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, and then Torchla, uh, Torchatlas says, do you think the Surface Studio will be discontinued? Microsoft has yet to release an updated version and doesn't really talk about the device very often. I know the Surface Studio is still featured in the Surface family images, but it's still 
but is it selling really terribly? Well, it didn't sell crazy high. I mean, this thing, over $3,000 MSRP. So that, that is not a cheap piece of hardware. My, I, there's something, there's an event in October. All right, guys, there's an event in October. I've said it a couple times now where they're going to refresh a lot of their products. I don't specifically know if the studio is in there. Uh, what makes a lot of sense to me is if you go look at the Surface Hub 2 and then you look at the studio, this thing back here would be pretty sweet if it matched the Surface Hub and the screen rotated 90 degrees up. Because right now, right, it pivots forward like a, a canvas, um, like a drafting board, if you will. But the Surface Hub 2 rotates up 90 degrees. It'd be sweet if that thing went down and up like that. That would be the ultimate desktop device and uh, kind of mini Surface Hub 2. And that is what I hope to see in a refresh of the Surface Studio. When is that coming? I don't know explicitly if that is coming in October. Um, I believe there's gonna be Surface Laptop and Surface Pro refreshes in October. But uh, I, I'm also kind of still wondering if there's gonna be HoloLens V next in October. And so that's that's kind of what I'm hearing at this time. We still got some time to dig that stuff out, but um, yes. And so guys, that wraps it up for today. Um, yeah, it, it's been another good week. If you have any questions, obviously you can find me on Twitter at BDSams or drop them in the comments on this video. I, I do read a lot of them um, despite my doctor's recommendation that I don't. It doesn't really say that, but it's typically the comments are quite trash. Um, but you guys seem to do pretty well. And so I do tend to read them. And I hope you guys had a wonderful week, and we'll catch you right back here next time on The Sam's Report.